Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host, Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, recording live from our downtown Denver, Colorado studios with my executive producer, the guy that makes this show sound awesome, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's going on, brother? Uh, It is a lovely day outside today. So after this, I'm going to see if I can maybe call up a companion and go on a hike or, you know, maybe just, you know, get out and sit in the park and ground myself, you know, bare feet in the grass or something. So I'm just loving I'm just loving the weather right now. It is incredible, man. You know, late summer in Colorado. This is the uh, this is why you live in this state, man, because I got to tell you, the winter here is some bull. Yikes. You know, <laughs> this is because you're not. I mean, unless you're heavily into skiing, and I, I appreciate y'all who are into skiing. I'm not knocking skiing. All right, don't get, don't send me the hate mail. I'm just telling you, for me, I'm not big on being cold. You know, I'm, a, I'm a tropical people. I like my ACLs, man, and, and completely intact. And you know, if there's people in my way on the ski slopes, I might those that might be compromised. So. It, it could be compromised. You don't want to take that chance. You know. So anyway, let's get to the show today. Um, I, I want to tell you though, before we get going, just been an incredible amount of outreach. You know, we've had some in great interview shows. Now, depending on when you're hearing this, you know, it may be before or after they were recorded, but I got to tell you, listen to some of the shows of the people we brought on recently. Our guests have just been absolutely incredible. If you haven't taken the time to listen to the show with Corey, the one we did with Chris Haskins, uh, the recent episode with Steve Pruitt, just some incredible content coming on the show. We're getting a lot of feedback. Keep that coming because we really want to bring you the best message possible out there about foreclosure investing. But getting into the show, as we do every week, let's discuss what was discussed by the World Property Journal. We're going to post this to the show notes, as always, about 4.2 million, count that, 4.2 million U.S. homeowners in mortgage forbearance as of June. Okay, now I want you to give this some thought. First of all, what is mortgage forbearance? Well, basically, when the coronavirus scandal, we'll just call it, hit. <laughs> yeah. Scandal is the best way to describe it, right? The mortgage lenders were, let's just say, heavily encouraged by the federal government to give people some time off from making their mortgage payment. Now, I can tell you, having been a mortgage broker myself, a real estate agent working with mortgage brokers for years, okay, when your lender comes to you and says, I want to help, beware. Right, But they came out and said, we want to help with this coronavirus thing. We're going to suspend the payments of people across the board for 90 days or even more while you know unemployment is high, people don't have jobs, and et cetera, allowing for people not to make a mortgage payment for 90 days. What they mentioned, but in kind of the fine print there at the bottom, was at the end of this 90-day period, the expectation is you're going to come up with Three months of payments plus that fourth month all in one fell swoop, right? So here we are in June. We've got 4.2 million American households currently in that area, okay? So what does that mean to to the foreclosure market? And the topic of the show today where we're going to go deep into wholesaling and how to make money doing that. But foreclosures, in my opinion, are on the cusp 
of the largest foreclosure market we may have seen in ages. Because here's the thing, okay? A lot of people who took this foreclosure forbearance, sorry, mortgage forbearance, and decided not to make their payments for three months have a fourth payment coming up here in the next month or two. And if they couldn't make the payment during the crisis, what makes the government think they're going to come up with four payments at the end of the crisis? sound like good logic to me. That doesn't make sense. You know, it, it, it simply, it, they didn't have the money before, they were unemployed. Now they're going to come up, most households, and listen, if I'm not speaking for you, that's a great thing, okay? But I think a lot of households are kind of on that check-to-check system, right? They pay the mortgage, they pay the utilities, they pay the rent as applicable, they buy the food, etc. Okay, Very few are, are in a financial position to make four mortgage payments at the same time. Right. And now here in the next month or two, literally, because this started about March, April time frame. OK, so here we are in July when this is being recorded, July. Right. You, you've got three months that have elapsed or so where they haven't been making payments. Right. And now there's an expectation coming up somewhere in August or September that they're going to be expected to make four payments in a row. My professional opinion on this is we're going to see a lot of people who just can't. Right? They simply don't have the economic means to make four payments at a time. And what's going to happen next? Well, the foreclosure process is actually quite simple. The first step when you miss those, that first payment, in this case, four payments, okay, is they file a notice of intent, meaning we're going to start the foreclosure proceedings against you. Okay? You're going to see a massive spike in the next couple of months in notice of intents. Okay? Because these people are not financially equipped to make four payments. Now, you'd like to believe they were saving that money during this time and they were going to make this big lump sum payment. But I just don't think most American households are quite that prepared for it. That, that's my opinion. I could be wrong. We're fixing to find out. Okay, So how does that tie in today's show about wholesaling? Well, a, a little while back, we did an interview with Corey Nicole, who's the queen of wholesaling, and she has a lot of great information about that. But one question I'm often asked is, what is wholesaling, and how does it tie in to the foreclosure marketplace? Let's tackle that right now, shall we? A basic wholesale, the idea behind a wholesale, is creating a market in between the seller and the investor buyer, generally a cash buyer, okay? Why a cash buyer? Because in a lot of cases, you're buying it without normal terms because you have to buy it relatively quickly, because the property is in disrepair, or because the house is real close to foreclosure, so they don't have time to go through the normal process of selling the property, okay? So in the wholesaling world, you're taking that property under contract, you're basically tying up the property, and for the sake of giving you some visual numbers, because I'm a numbers guy, if you're a numbers guy, you'll relate to this, we've got, you're taking the property under contract for $200,000, and let's say for the sake of objectives here, the property in full retail condition, also known as ARV or after repaired value, is $300,000. Okay, so you're taking it under contract or getting the seller to agree to sell it to you for $200,000. Now, first off, why is he or she going to do that? Well, just about what we talked about before, heavy motivation. See, the key to wholesaling is you must find motivated sellers. And I talked to wannabe wholesalers, wannabe investors, week in, week out. And if I relay anything to you on this show today about wholesaling, is that the very essence of it is a motivated seller. Somebody who is motivated to sell for whatever their reasons are. This simply will not work with just want to sell. 
Okay, every day there are millions of properties on the market right now all across the country that are for sale. Those are normal sellers. They simply want to sell their property. You need to add a very crucial element, kind of the secret sauce, the magic point to this, which is motivated seller to this for this to be effective. Okay, but if you've got a motivated seller, the house is in disrepair, they just need to get out from under it, they've lost their job, they're moving, divorce drives a lot of motivation, the list goes on and on, but you really have to know their why they are motivated to understand if they're a motivated seller. But once you determine that motivation is there and you've got the property under contract for $200,000, you then wholesale it to a cash buyer. Now, I will tell you right now, as a real estate investor here in the Colorado marketplace, if you find a deal that you've got under contract for $200,000 and you come to me and say, Donnie, the house is worth three hundred grand," and let me assure you, I'm going to use tools like PropStream to evaluate that and make sure you're 100% right about that $300,000 value. I'm going to do my own homework, but if these numbers line up and you say, I want to sell this contract to you for $220,000, I'm going to buy that house all day long, right? Because then I can turn around, fix it, put the necessary repairs in it and sell it for the after repaired value of $300,000, Right, And in that, you, the wholesaler, have just made a tidy profit of 20 grand for doing surprisingly little. Right, You didn't fix the property. Right, You signed some paperwork, got it under contract, did the stuff necessary to get the process started, but you're really getting paid to market the home from the motivated seller, remember how important that is, to the cash or investor buyer. And that's where you make your money on the wholesaling side. Right now, if you go out there, there are some incredible courses on wholesaling, like tons of them. And now, obviously, this is a foreclosure deals coach podcast. So the obvious question now is, can this be done with foreclosures? And given that there are 4.2 million houses in forbearance right now, there's going to be a lot of foreclosures. Can we do this with foreclosure properties, bank owned homes? The answer is absolutely positively yes. You go to the bank and you write an offer on these homes that are generally listed at this point. If you've got the property in foreclosures because it's a listed home, fully bank owned, same numbers, mind you, the bank is selling it for $200,000 and it's worth $300,000 because the bank is the very essence of a motivated seller. Why is that? See, banks are in the lending business. They want to make money on interest. They're not in the housing business, okay? They don't own construction companies or painters or have contractors, and they don't want to deal with any of that nonsense. They just want their money back as quick as possible so they can move on and lend those funds to somebody else. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas, but one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payment to the credit bureau. 
we partner with rentreporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.foreclosuredealscoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about rent reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. So here you come in as a wholesaler, you get the property under contract, you secure the home, and then you go to your cash buyer list and you sell it to them for a profit. Sounds pretty easy, right? So here's the thing about it. The essence of wholesaling is easy, but like anything, mastering any task takes time and a great deal of effort. And my concern for you young wholesalers out there trying to get started in the business is that you want to do the very basics and you've got everything you need to get all jazzed up and you go out there. And listen, you can get a deal done in the basic trip, fall, and land method, okay? You can keep pushing on it till you eventually find yourself a deal. It can be done. I've seen it done. Some guys report that a week after getting the very basics of wholesaling that a week later they're doing their first deal and pocketing five seven ten thousand dollars it can be done but that is simply not the end of the story see the end of this story is mastery do you want to do this once and make a couple of bucks or do you want to make a business a livelihood and income for your family off of wholesaling for years to come? If the answer is the latter, if you're looking to build a business on this, the basics is simply not going to carry you where you need to go. See, the basics of swinging a bat as a baseball player is not going to get you a signing contract with the Yankees. Right? It just doesn't work that way. So how do you take wholesaling to the next level? Well, first of all, don't let the the big picture I'm giving you right now scare you from getting started. Go ahead and crunch your way and get that first deal done. Secure a property if you can, get a cash buyer, get paid. I'm not encouraging you to master before you get started. I'm encouraging you to have a heart of mastery that you want to get better at this and learn more and more. And that's why you're listening to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast today. So you've done your first deal or you're in the process of getting your first deal. You're scouring the foreclosure list, either on PropStream. You can find foreclosures directly on that software. Once again, if you want to get started with PropStream, you got to go to www.foreclosuredealscoach.com forward slash PropStream or just check in the show notes of this very episode. You can get a free seven-day trial. And when you sign up with our affiliate link, I'll do a 15-minute call with you where I'll walk you through all the details of the valuation I'm about to go over right now with you okay but we'll do it on a specific property in your market just to help you really get started with that application it's how we give back here on the foreclosure deals coach podcast okay so you're looking at the foreclosure list you find a foreclosure a little bit of disrepair bank owned home you secure the property now here's the thing one of the issues with securing bank owned foreclosures is that whole zero down thing gets a little more sketchy Because generally speaking, and your mileage may vary depending on your market, but in most cases, the bank wants an earnest money deposit. Now, that's not necessarily bad news. Generally speaking, you get that done for $1,000, and I've done earnest money as low as $10, okay? But you do have to secure the property with some degree of consideration. That's a contractual term, meaning you traded something in exchange for the contract being valid, okay? Consideration in this case is the earnest money. 
right? And if you're talking about a HUD repo, which we do a lot of here in Colorado, HUD requires a $1,000 earnest money deposit. You secure the property, and then the contract is assignable. Now, this is where it gets sketchy depending on the type of foreclosure you're dealing with. Certain foreclosures have a have an interest in there that says the contract is assignable, meaning you can simply assign the contract to the end user, and then you, you, know, you don't have to close on it in your own name. You're simply assigning it over to the end user. Don't let these terms scare you off, okay? Your whole goal here is just get a cheap property under contract. I promise you, I promise you, if it's actually a good deal, you will find a buyer and you can figure out all the intricacies later on, okay? I'm not encouraging you to just fly by the seat of your pants, but I think the majority of the people who get into this business are limited by the fear of not knowing what's going to happen next. Go secure the property and then figure it out, okay? But if you've got a great deal, you secure it. If the contract is assignable, you'll do an assignment agreement to the end user. In my case, it's my LLC that I buy most properties in, okay? So you secure it in your name. You assign it to the LLC for the assignment fee, which is your wholesale fee. Going back to our original example, you get the property for two hundred grand. You assign it for $220,000. You pocket a $20,000 wholesale fee. Now, is that realistic? I'm going to shoot straight with you right now and tell you that in this market, probably not, not as often as you would think. Generally speaking, you should be aiming for as low as $5,000, and about $10,000 in between. But here's the thing. If you're not really tying up capital because all you're doing is getting the property under contract, how many of these deals can you do? Think about what you make right now on your income. If you're making a pretty typical American income of $40,000, $50,000 a year, okay, you can replace your income on one wholesale deal per month. Okay, and a lot of the wholesalers I work with are now doing five, maybe even 10 of them a month right now. Right? So think about what that would do for your life. And I want you to dream big. I want you to think about the possibilities because if you're going to take this not from doing it once, getting a property under contract and assigning it, or a foreclosure you secure and selling that contract to somebody else, not just doing it once, but doing it continually, you can make more money than you can possibly fathom right this moment. So I want you to dream extremely big. But if you don't learn about valuation, if you don't understand how to build your cash buyers list, and most importantly, perhaps most importantly, if you don't understand that wholesaling is more a marketing business than any other single thing, Right? Why do these properties get sold cheaply? Why does this seller that has a property worth three hundred grand, why is he taking two hundred thousand for it? Right? Because he doesn't know how to market the property effectively. Right? Most real estate agents are teaching retail marketing. Listed on the MLS, you want to do the white picket fence, the great photos, etc. You want to stage it for design. Well, what if the property is just it's just a, a terrible property? Right. There is some I walked into a property just the other day that a wholesaler brought me, ironically, that was just so bad. There were just stuff everywhere. It was sad because there were young girls, young children there, you know, just living in basic filth. Okay. But the fact was the seller could not go to a real estate agent and ask to list this home. First off, the foreclosure is happening at the end of the month, so there simply isn't enough time for a normal process to get it sold. Secondly, the property shows really, really poorly. So if you take pictures of it, you're actually going to scare more people off than you're going to bring in, 
right? So the only way to sell this is to go to an investor and sell them on the numbers. So you have to market the numbers. I have this property for $200,000 that I can I will sell to you for $220,000 or $210,000, whatever your spread is going to be, right? And you can take it and sell it for $300,000 later on. If you get your number solidly, as my top wholesalers do, when these wholesalers call me, I drop what I'm doing. I pick up the phone. I get a text from certain wholesalers who I've done business with lots of times. I see them calling. That's a call I'm going to take because I know there's money on the other end of that line. And then there are wholesalers who have been trying to do this for a while who keep bringing me crappy deals after I tell them over and over again, you better verify this ARV before you bring this to me because this is not actually a deal. You want to make sure you're in the first camp. And the key to getting in that camp is to know your numbers. Take the time to master the valuation model. You know, yes, I'm a data geek. I enjoy going very deep in the data on this thing, but know how to run your comps. Be a master of the PropStream software or whatever application you use to do the valuation. Be a master of the marketing system that gets people to call you who want to sell their house inexpensively. Right, And be a master of the financing. Know how these cash buyers, obviously if they're cash buyers, they're paying cash, but have other options. A hard money lender partner, somebody who can finance the deal with a certain amount down and understand all the facets of the business, not just getting the property under contract. And I promise you, you will be on a road to riches like none you've ever heard of before. But you've got to get to mastery level. So guys, listen, you know, very, very brief talk about wholesale. We really just scrape the surface of what this whole process is about. You know, it's, it's such a long discussion. The basics are there, but if you're going to take this to the mastery level, you're just getting started by listening to this show and go out there and learn more. There's so much information out there, including this show, but other great shows from the likes of Chris Haskins and Corey Nichols and these people who have been doing this for years. Max Maxwell comes to mind. Master this and you can change the world. And then if you add that douse of foreclosure logic to it with the REO market about to go where it's going to go you can make a lot of money in wholesaling you just got to get started that's our show for today guys we're going to wrap it up with that I really appreciate you tuning in we are over 5,000 listeners out there right now just an incredible honor to be in your ear week in week out as a foreclosure deals coach you want to get started head on out to foreclosure deals coach on Facebook just find us on the page there like the page let's start a dialogue ask your questions when you're in the the arrangement and you got prop stream going we have an insiders group that can help you to launch your investing career to take it wherever you want to go, whether it be wholesaling or rehabbing, right, commercial, what your desires are, we're here to work with you within that. This is an all-inclusive real estate investing platform starting right here on this show, the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your Foreclosure Deals Coach, reminding you now and always, don't you dare buy a house, buy buy a a deal. deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.